Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. And what is good with you on this Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday? You got Chris Canty. He's over there. Freddie Coleman over here. We're in for Greenberg on Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And don't forget about us on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Brother Canty, what's going on with you on this Tuesday? What's going on? We got a big ball game, baby. Western yeah. Conference Finals with my Lake Show taking oh, on the Denver boy. Nuggets. Let's you're, get it. You're, you're, you're Come on, as, Freddie. You're, See, it's a great day. You're about as bad as Keyshawn with your Lakers. I thought there was no cheering in the press box anymore, part of the ESPN Radio family. I thought that was the case. No, I'm not in the press box. I'm courtside <laughs> with John Nicholson in there. Well, <laughs> okay. this is going to be in my high, but you know what I'm trying to say. I definitely I'm riding it. with my team as a fan. Yes, there so you anything go. coming out of my mouth, I don't <laughs> know how objective it's gonna be that's that's quite all right that fandom is never ever a problem speaking of fandom 30 minutes away from the number five plus chris canty that could equal trouble for your nfl team that kind of fandom but first here we go, go, go. only one place to start the streamers fly as the lakers the seventh seed will face denver for the western conference title we've got past a, a two really phenomenal teams this recent one being world champions four times over so we're going to change the lakers name they're going to be chris canty's lake show lakers because he's already established that as that going to be the template with game one of the western conference finals starting tonight in denver 8 30 eastern time on espn radio so chris the floor is yours these are your lakers they were in the 13th spot. Everybody was wondering if they're going to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs. This is your team. They're a championship away from getting to the championship round winning Western Championship. Mm-hmm. Chris Canty, I cede it to you. The floor is yours about your Lakers. Well, I'm excited about it, Freddie. See, I mean, we're talking about a matchup between AD, who has arguably been the most dominant force on both sides of the court as a big man in the entire playoffs, and he's going up against a guy that won back-to-back MVPs coming into this year in Nikola Jokic. So, It's going to be exciting. As a Lakers fan, we all know that as AD goes, so goes this team. We're able to close out the Golden State Warriors Mm -hmm. in game six at home because AD went for 17 points and 20 boards. I I mean, the guy was cleaning glass better than Windex. So, I mean, (laughs) the fact that you have this marquee matchup and the stakes being what they are, I I couldn't be more excited as a fan. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. There's going to be some angst. Because yeah. this Denver Nuggets team is not your same old Nuggets, right. right? Michael Malone has these guys playing at another level, and Nikola Jokic is an absolute dog. But I think the understated aspect of this series or the the player that's not getting enough notoriety coming into this series has been Jamal Murray. Okay, What this guy has done throughout the playoffs, being able to tick it up a notch with his scoring, his playmaking, uh, I think that's been the missing element for the Denver Nuggets since we last saw them in the conference finals against these same Lakers in the bubble. So I think Jamal Murray, the version of him that we're seeing now, is what's going to make this a a true test. And I ultimately believe whatever team comes out of this series is going to end up holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy. That's how epic I think this series has the potential of being. You and I are both boxing fans. We also clearly understand, Chris, that styles make fights. That's exactly what we have right now in terms of not just the two teams, 
but the two big men. In modern basketball, the big man has been like the heavyweight champion of the world. Eradicated. <laughs> you talk about the smaller guys. You talk about the Steph Currys, the Canelos, and all those people like that. But now that the big man, I don't want to say it's back, Chris. I don't want to say that's going to be the case. But this could be a referendum. When you got Nikola Jokic, I call him the scientist. What he's able to do as a Denver Nuggets big man. And you got Anthony Davis. By the way, Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst. You can't call your boy King Cotton anymore because he's been completely healthy and he's have made the Lakers a different and better basketball team. Chris, I firmly believe that whoever survives this series and whatever big man outplays the other big man or both big men are extremely, extremely proficient and effective against each other. We could see a kind of a back-to-the-future situation that in modern basketball is cool at the little guys, but maybe just maybe that big guy can be making a comeback based on this series. Oh, no doubt about it. But here's the thing. Nikola Jokic, you don't necessarily see him play like a big all the time sure. in order to have a massive impact on the game. With Anthony Davis, you need that guy to dominate the painted area, not just on offense, but also on defense. And to me, that's going to be where this series is won and lost. Who does a better job of controlling the paint? Now, the Denver Nuggets are second in these playoffs in made field goals in the paint, excluding the restricted area. Well, guess what? The Los Angeles Lakers have the lowest field goal percentage for opponents in the paint. Mm -hmm. Think about that now. You're talking about the team that has the second most field goals in the paint going up against the defense that's anchored by Anthony Davis that's allowed the lowest field goal percentage in the paint. Big fella, Imagine this. Okay. You're talking about being in the painted area in the NBA. Yep. In a team shooting less than 40%. Mm-hmm. That's what the Los Angeles Lakers defense has been capable of doing, and that's what AD brings to the table. So that's the part of this series that I find fascinating. Which, which dominant force is going to prevail and set the tone for what we're going to see over the next two and a half weeks? And, and to me, my money is on AD, but again, I'm a Lakers fan. Right. But that's what makes this series so intriguing. Being able to see this matchup of contrasting styles and how a big can impact the, the, today's game. And, and with Nikola Jokic, obviously, it's his playmaking ability. But one of the things that we have to acknowledge with Jokic, he ain't the best defensive player. And, no. and last year in the postseason, not, maybe not as much this year, but last year in the postseason, I remember the Golden State Warriors seeking out Nikola Jokic's defensive coverage and exploiting him and attacking him on the offensive side of the ball in the half-court sets. Are we in store for something similar in this series where Mm -hmm. the Lakers' offensive game plan is to attack whoever Nikola Jokic is defending? That's the part of this where I think you might see some gamesmanship, some strategy on the behalf of Darvin Ham, but it's going to be up to Michael Malone to counter that and have answers for that because Nikola Jokic is too important for the Denver Nuggets to have him off the floor for an extended period of time due to foul trouble. So I think this is going to be really interesting in seeing how it all plays out. But I love the fact that the Los Angeles Lakers have the ability to lock down and defend like they've shown at times in that Golden State Warriors series. We know that the Warriors' offense is perpetual motion, one of the toughest offenses to stop in the entire NBA. And yet the Lakers' defense Mm -hmm. dictated to them Mm -hmm. where they were forced to do something that we don't usually see, which is feature high pick and roll in their half-court sets offensively. The, the, the Golden State Warriors are a motion offense. Yes. But, but you saw them running high pick and roll and trying to involve AD just because of how impactful AD is and how he changes the game. And so I, I'm curious to see whether or not AD can have a similar impact and force the Denver Nuggets into doing something that they don't necessarily 
like to do or something that they don't necessarily feature throughout the course of their normal offense. So I think that's that's going to be fun to watch the strategy between the two head coaches as well. The very unbiased Laker fan that is Chris Canty joining me, <laughs> Freddie Coleman here from Mike Greenberg on Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. By the way, only one place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You gave your flowers to Anthony Davis as you should, and mm. I clearly understand that. But Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA insider, he gave his flaw to Nikola Jokic in this way. They are an incredible team to watch play basketball. Jokic's passing ability, he's revolutionized the center position in this league, really playing a point center. And when Michael Malone in Denver really put the ball in his hands, he passes in a way that very few bigs ever have. He may be as good of a passing big man as we've seen, and it's been contagious with how unselfish this Denver team is. I am mesmerized watching Nikola Jokic play basketball. Two things about Nikola Jokic. Number one, for the first time, Chris Canty all playoff season, he's going to find a center that's going to actually fight back. Because he didn't see that against DeAndre Aiden. He beat the manhood out of him in that series where he tapped out Mm -hmm. and did not want to play in game six. That's number one. Number two, you pointed out something that I've always, always believed. I don't care what playoffs it is. It could be the NFL where you played. could be Major League Baseball. could be the NHL. could be the NBA. How do you hunt out mismatches? And how do you take advantage of that? And you made the point about Nikola Jokic, not the most athletic defender in the NBA, no matter what position he's going to play. How can the Denver Nuggets hide him to make sure the Lakers don't go at him? Because I know if I'm Darvin Ham, I'm hunting that dude. I'm going to say, Nikola Jokic, you're not going to triple-double your way and have that kind of effect against us like you did against Phoenix and like you did against Minnesota in the first round. We're going to make you work in pick and roll and on defense because you know they're not going to have guard Anthony Davis. And here's something else. You're the Denver Nuggets. What mismatch can you hunt? Because it used to be that you could try that on Anthony Davis. In modern basketball, Chris, he can guard one through five. Maybe the guy you hunt on mismatches is a certain guy named LeBron James because he's still the key to this series, Chris. If you can weaken him a little bit and have him exert more energy on the defensive end and that wears on the offensive end, if I'm the Denver Nuggets – I'm kind of hunting out the king to wear down his effectiveness that makes the Lakers a less effective and more varied basketball team if you can do that if you're the Denver Nuggets. I don't know if I'm barking up that tree, Freddie C. I, I, I'm, I'm going to lead the king along. I, I don't know if that's the way you want to go. I'm not saying that they should be afraid of LeBron James, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why LeBron James has been to 12 conference finals. There's a reason why he's been to 10 NBA finals. The guy is, is still that damn good even in his 20th season. If I'm Michael Malone, what I'm doing offensively is I'm putting Nikola Jokic at the top of the key to pull Anthony Davis out of the paint, and then I'm going to allow Jamal Murray to post up them little guards. D'Angelo Russell, uh, Dennis Schroeder, yeah, we're going to see how you guys like it, the physicality on the low block or, or even like the, the, you know, the low post extended. Like that, that's in, what I'm, invert the offense. That, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's how I'm going to try to do it to create some space in the paint for um, my, my, my point guard who has the ability to post or for some of my, my wing guys. That, that, that's what I want to do to try to set Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. up to be featured in the offense just because I know Nikola Jokic is going to have a tough go at it. So that would be how I try to attack it if I'm Michael Malone. And, you know, Darvin Ham is, is, is going to have to do some work now in this series. Now, yeah. I was impressed with him seeing what he was able to do against Steve Kerr in that last series. And one of the sneaky aspects of, you know, his coaching prowess was how he attacked both Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the defensive end. When those guys were on defense, 
He attacked those guys with his offense, whether it was Dennis Schroeder, D'Angelo Russell, all of those other guys. He made sure that those guys had to work on that end of the court Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't have fresh legs to be able to run around all over the place on their half-court offensive sets. I I I could see Darvin Ham trying to do something similar um, for for the critical critical cogs of the Denver Nuggets offense. So I I think there's going to be some back and forth there in terms of how it all plays out. But if I'm Michael Malone, I've got to get Anthony Davis away from the basket. Anything that I do on the offensive end, especially in the half the court, has to start with that. The other thing that I'm doing is trying to push the pace. Trying to to. push the pace, trying to to. push the pace. Now, that's not something that the Denver Nuggets do. If you look at them on the regular season, they were 23rd in pace. The Golden State Warriors, I want to say, were second. So, I mean, like, like there is going to be a contrast in terms of what the Lakers faced in the semifinals from a pace standpoint yeah. as opposed to what the Denver Nuggets typically do. But if you're the Nuggets, you got to watch what you saw from Golden State and how they were able to have success. Even if you're taking it out under the basket after a make, push the pace, push the tempo, because the Achilles heel for the Lakers mm-hmm. defensively all season long has been transition defense. You got to find a way to get easy buckets that way. You can't allow the Lakers defense to set up every single time, every single trip down the court and think you're going to be able to play with the kind of pace and, and, and play the kind of game from a complexion standpoint, from a scoring standpoint that favors you. And that's why that's another reason why I'm hunting LeBron James based on what you just said in transition. I'm trying to wear his legs out. If he's got to cover Aaron Gordon, if he's got to cover Michael Porter Jr., I'm going at the king. I know the old line is, you come at the king, you best not miss. You best not miss. (laughs) This king is not exactly a young king. He's still the king, but he's an older king, and recovery means a lot more than ever before in what should be a fascinating series. Game one starting tonight. Coverage at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and 8.30 on ESPN and ESPN Plus. Game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Denver Nuggets hosting the Los Angeles Lakers. Got Chris Canty and Freddie coming in for Mike Greenberg on Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Round out your protection with life, phone, and pet health insurance. What is it like to be called the next big thing, but plenty still don't know who the heck you are? We'll get to that next on Greeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. It's been a, a year with so many great news for me. So, uh, first of all, I want to thank everyone that has been part of, uh, of that journey, you know, that year and uh, all the previous years, all my coaches, my family. And I'm really excited to announce that I'm going to declare to the 2023 NBA draft. Chris Canty, Freddie coming in for Greenberg. Thanks for joining us on Greeny on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to a guy that a lot of people may have heard of but still may not know when it comes to the man that's going to go number one in the NBA when the draft lottery happens tonight. But first things first, here's something from ZipRecruiter. When it comes to scoring great hires for your business, you may be up against a few obstacles, especially right now. That's why you need ZipRecruiter on your team. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology hustles for you to find people with the right skills and experience for your job and invites them to apply. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So win the hiring game with ZipRecruiter to try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com com slash greeny that's ziprecruiter.com slash greeny ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire let's bring in jonathan javoni does a great job as an espn nba draft analyst and him on twitter at draft express joining freddie coming to chris canty here on greeny with mike greenberg you wrote an article on the man that many people believe and understand jonathan that he's going to be the number one pick in the draft when the draft lottery happens tonight and the draft happens later on this year when it comes to victor Wimbenyama. What is it like to cover a guy that a lot of people think is the next big thing, but still a lot of people don't know who Victor Wimbayama is? It's been really fun. It's been a long journey. We've been following Victor since he was 14 years old. We've watched him grow up before our eyes. And it's just very rare to see a player who has so much hype from such a young age really reach his potential, have this MVP caliber season, have that two-game outing in Las Vegas against G League Ignite, 36 points in the first game, 37 points in the second game, just making shots from all over. I mean, he's left no doubt in anybody's mind. He's the number one pick in the draft. He's drawn comparisons to Kevin Garnett on defense, Kevin Durant on offense, but he's seven foot five with an eight-foot wingspan. He's going to be a game-changer from day one in the NBA. Jonathan, we really haven't seen a prep prospect come into the league with this kind of hype since LeBron James. And I know you spent some time with Webb and Yama overseas. Why is everyone so confident that Webby is going to live up to the potential to all of the hype that's surrounding his entry into the NBA? Because he's doing it. He's doing it every single night. Every time he steps on the floor, no matter who the opponent is, he backs up the hype. You put it back. Put him against Chet Holmgren in the FIBA Under-19 World Cup. He destroyed him. You, you put him up against Scoot Henderson, G League Ignite in October. Destroyed him. He's hmm. destroying the league in France this year. He's leading the league in points, rebounds, blocks. His team is in second place. I mean, there's real. And then you just look at the skill set, the ability to create his own shot, to play pick and roll, to shoot off the dribble, to find teammates off a live dribble and then be a complete game-changer defensively, sliding his feet, uh, covering ground on the perimeter, 
protecting the paint, his length, his mobility, his instincts, his anticipation skills. I mean, there's just nothing left to say. And then on top of that, he stayed healthy. He has not missed a single game all year. That was the big concern. Oh, how is he going to stay healthy? Big guys don't last. He hasn't missed one second of a single game. And so he's going on 50 games now. I just There's really nothing more that he can do. And he's such a unique skill set that it's there's no chance that anybody else is even going to be in consideration with the number one pick. Jonathan Gavoni, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst. Hit him on Twitter, Draft Express. Joining Freddie Coleman and Chris Canty on Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio. You got many people believe the three teams that could be in contention with him are the Detroit Pistons, the Houston Rockets, and the San Antonio Spurs. Those are the three teams with the best chances to get the number one pick in the draft lottery. That happens tonight, Jonathan. What would be the best team that he should go to if they get the number one pick? It's hard to say, honestly. I mean, each of those teams only has a 14% chance of landing the number one pick. Charlotte has 14%. Portland has 10%. So really, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if somebody really jumped up from the bottom there, you know, from the the 8, 9, 10 slot. I mean, if you're talking about the NBA, I mean – Dallas, how interesting would that be? You know, pairing him with Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Chicago, you know, they could use a huge shot in the arm. Portland, I mean, putting him with a guy like Dame Lillard right off the bat. San Antonio, I mean, like, honestly, the, the, it, I haven't spent too much time thinking about this because it's, it's as, like his agent, Muna Enjai, told me. It's in the basketball gods' hands now. There's nothing they can do. Um, they're going to be sitting there like all of us, just you know, waiting. And, and he'll be happy no matter where he goes. He told me there is no wrong team. There is no bad situation. He'll be happy with whoever gets the number one pick tonight. Jonathan, we usually see a learning curve when it comes to young players being able to impact, be, you know, have an impact on their NBA team. Uh, I, I'm just curious from your perspective – how long do you think it will take for Victor Webinyama to impact his team and get them to, to do more high-level winning? Like how long will that take? How long do you anticipate that process being for a player that has the experience playing overseas like he has? I think he's going to be a difference maker from day one in the NBA, just because of the presence that he brings defensively. The fact that he's seven foot five with an eight-foot wingspan, <clears throat> that changes the game. With the way that he can cover ground, um, his the way he anticipates, he reacts. He's always one step ahead of the action. Um, you know, I mean, that is going to make a bad team at least average right off the bat. You know, wow. I think they'll be wow. playing. You know, they'll be in position to be play 500 basketball. And then if he can make that transition offensively, which I mean, he's a, incredibly skilled and he's incredibly dynamic. Then you're talking about a guy that potentially could be in consideration for the All-Star game as a rookie. I mean, I think he's that good. And so knowing the type of competitor that Victor is and knowing the, the impact that he's made on winning in every step of his career, I really think that he's not going to settle for anything less than making the playoffs as a rookie. Jonathan ESPN NBA Draft Analyst with Chris Canty and Freddie Coleman on Greeny on ESPN Radio. What does it say about modern basketball and really, Jonathan, modern times that somebody like him – can potentially have this kind of impact, and yet we've only seen him in highlights or interviews and that kind of thing when it comes to Victor. I mean, I've seen him a lot live, you know. I mean, so he's playing in France, obviously, but, you know, he you could open up the NBA app now and you can watch him, and his games are on ESPN, those G League Ignite games. So, I mean, it's a global game. I mean, every there we ha- there's players coming from everywhere. It's not just here in the U.S. You know, those guys are really – 
catching up. I mean, like some of the best players in the NBA are international players right now. Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, uh, Nikola Jokic. I mean, these guys are, none of them were born in the U.S. So I just think there's players coming out of everywhere, and that's why basketball is in such great hands here moving forward. The future is so bright for the NBA. Jonathan, we talked about the preparedness for Victor's game translating to having early success in the NBA, but just from um, the, the personal standpoint with him coming to the country and, you know, having to go through that adjustment, how, how prepared is he to make that transition, um, to being, a, you know, being in, in the U.S. and, and playing basketball here? Um, how, how ready is Victor for that? He's 100% ready. He's been prepared for this the past few years. I mean, his agents are very experienced with NBA players. They, they represent guys like Nicola Batum, Rudy Gobert, Yvonne Fournier. So, I mean, they've surrounded him with a team, and they've brought him here to the U.S. to spend time here. And that's why they played those G League Ignite games, to get him prepared for that. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I, when I sat down with him, and he, he's been watching Netflix um, you know, since a very young age. Uh-huh. He loves Game of Thrones. He speaks English with a with a with no accent whatsoever. Um, you know, so he he's really ready for this. I mean, he he's kind of doing this, you know, farewell tour in, in 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 France. Every arena that he's gone to has been sold out. So I don't think there's going to be any transition for him. You know, whatsoever. It's not. I mean, if you spend time in France and Europe, I mean, it's it's really not that different than here. What kind of Game of Thrones character do you think he'll be in the NBA? <laughs> uh, he might, one of the dragons, maybe. <laughs> Not one of the White Walkers. <laughs> maybe, maybe for his opponents, yeah. The, the, the Night King, Victor yes. Webinyama. Yes. There we go. There we go, jo- Jonathan. I, I know we spent uh, most of the time talking about Webby, but but there is the question of. Who, who the second pick of the NBA draft is poised to be? What have you seen in the pre-draft process? Who is it? Is it Scoot Henderson or is it Brendan Miller? I think it really is going to come down to who gets that pick. You know, I mean, there's some of those teams that really could use a guard. You know, you look at like the San Antonio Spurs, for example. And then there are teams that already have their guards. You know, like, for example, let's say Portland jumps up to number two. So, I give the slight edge to Brendan Miller just because every team is looking for a 6'9 wing who can go get his own shot, who can shoot over the top, who can pass off a live dribble, who can defend multiple positions. You know, you're talking about, you're looking at the NBA playoffs, it's the Jason Tatums and, you know, the Paul George, the Brandon Ingram. I mean, that's what every NBA team needs now. And Scoot Henderson is an incredible talent in his own right. He gets anywhere he wants on the floor. He's got a tremendous first step, ball handling ability, change of speed, body control. He's extremely dynamic. I give Brandon Miller the slight edge just because of the season he had. Scoot Henderson, I thought, kind of rested on his laurels a little bit this season. Brandon Miller, you know, SEC Player of the Year, first-team All-American. But it's going to be close. We'll see who gets the picks tonight. Hey, Jay Jonathan, great stuff. Great article as well on Victor being the next big thing in the NBA and maybe all over the world. Continue to success, my man. Thanks a lot for joining us here on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for having me. Jonathan Gavoni, ESPN NBA Draft Analyst. Hit him on Twitter, Draft Express. Like we mentioned, he's not just the founder of DraftExpress.com, but just like you, his eyes will be peeled in the NBA Draft Lottery tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. I've had a Lakers-Nuggets game one with Chris Canty and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Real quick, with all the hype, Chris, about Victor Wimbiyama, and a lot of people believe that he is going to be the next big thing. Mm. Who is somebody that either you played with or was drafted with you that a lot of hype was around that guy 
And you said, yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't think that guy's going to live up to that kind of Ooh, hype. Ooh, that would be interesting. You know what? I, I will go back to the 2006 NFL draft. And I remember GM Charlie Castley of the Houston Texans had a decision to make on who he was going to take number one. It came down to Vince Young, who was a local kid. I mean, a legend in, in the Houston area. Yeah. Didn't, really, didn't lose a high school football game, if I'm not mistaken. Had that epic performance in the Rose Bowl against arguably one of the greatest teams in all of college football, USC. I mean, everybody wanted Vince, like the Texans wanted Vince Young, like Texans fans wanted Vince Young. Reggie Bush was a phenomenon. And then there was Mario Williams. And I remember waking up on draft day and hearing that the Texans were going to select Mario Williams with the number one pick. Mm -hmm. Now, it turns out Charlie Cassidy was right. Right. Because when it comes to the pro career, those other two guys don't compare to the career that Mario Williams had. But I, I just remember thinking, passing on V.Y. Uh-huh. and passing on Reggie Bush, I don't know if Mario Williams is going to live up to that. And he absolutely did. So, oh, okay. I mean, that, that, that's, it's, it, it pales in comparison to the hype that Victor Webanyama is coming into the league with, right? Because yeah. this guy is, is the most hype athlete since LeBron James. And we're talking about LeBron James in year 20 con- competing for a championship. True. But I do think a player realizing their full potential – has a lot to do with the organization that they're going to get drafted to. And for LeBron, even though the Cavs weren't the best organization, he was staying at home. He had a support system in place. For a guy that's coming from overseas, having that support system in place and having a coaching staff and having an organization that's used to dealing with players from overseas and and having them acclimated into the NBA, I think that's going to be absolutely critical. That's why tonight in the draft lottery, I'm – Kind of rooting for Houston, and I'm kind of rooting for San Antonio over the Detroit Pistons. Well, I know yeah. Pistons fans don't want to hear that, exactly. But I, but I'm rooting for those teams just because I want Webby to go to a situation where he's got a good head coach and he's got an organization that has had success with players from overseas in the past. If Houston was that draft lottery, James Harden being the first thing smoking out of Philadelphia to go play back for the and Houston Rockets. If I'm, if I'm Houston, I have no interest because I've got a young core with Jalen you? Green and Jabari Smith adding mm-hmm. Webb and Yama to that with Emei yep. Doka. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I'm good where I'm at. But that doesn't mean that James Harden won't try. He'll be knocking on the door like, uh, hello, remember <laughs> me? I used to be here. I want an MVP. I want to come back. I want to come home. Let me come home. You made a great point in terms of how foreign players, it also was a problem acclimating to the United States. It's less of a problem now. Because the world has gotten so much smaller in terms of being more worldly, understanding things at a younger age, and also the proliferation of so many foreign players having success. Nikola Jokic, back-to-back MVP. Joel Embiid from Cameroon winning the MVP this year. Dirk Nowitzki really kind of getting that started where he became that first foreign player to not only be a star, Chris, but also not have the learning curve be as steep acclimating himself from being a youngster in Germany to being that kind of worldwide figure he became from the Dallas Mavericks and that market leading them to an NBA championship. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, and that's true, Freddie. See, all of those things that you said is nothing but facts, but we haven't seen a foreign player come into the league with this kind of hype. That's true. So that, that, that's true. different. The pressure yeah. that Webinyama is going to be under, the microscope that people are going to put him under and pick apart every little thing that he does on and off the court is going to be at a different level than any of those other foreign players that have had success in the NBA. So I think that's the the one thing that that we have to caution yeah. in terms of the adjustment to all of the attention, the media scrutiny, um, the scrutiny from fans that, that are looking at him as the savior for their franchise. It's just going to be at a different level. And so – People respond differently to pressure, mm-hmm. especially that kind of pressure and tension. So 
just seeing how he adjusts to that because he's still a young kid, right? Yeah. That, that's also a part of this. He's still a young kid, um, and there's a lot of growth, a lot of maturation that has to take place. So, again, I don't want any of those potential barriers to stand in the way mm-hmm. of us basketball fans having a chance to witness greatness over the next decade and a half from Victor Webb and Yama because I truly believe that the kid – is all of that in the back of chips. I think he is going to be the next big thing in the NBA. As I like to say, we'll see. And we'll get a chance to find out tonight <laughs> who wins the NBA draft lottery, 8 o'clock Eastern time on ESPN. Great stuff from Chris Canty. Hit him on Twitter at ChrisCanty99. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. And for Mike Greenberg on Greenie on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. These five people are under the Chris Canty scrutiny in the NFL. And you should hope one of them is not coaching your NFL team. We'll get to that after we get this from Vivid Seats. Baseball is in full swing, so get tickets to all the action with Vivid Seats. Plus, with basketball and hockey heating up, now's a great time to experience a game. Vivid Seats is proud to be the official ticketing partner of ESPN. From on the glass to in the stands, Vivid Seats has great ticket prices to all the games. Every crack of the bat, every dribble down the court. Catch it all with Vivid Seats. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny, the podcast. Live from New York and Bristol, it is Greeny with Freddie Coleman, Chris Canty, and from Mike Greenberg. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. Tune in and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the way, looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces. Come join the growing team by going to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Here's Canty with the top five. Yeah, this top five is going to be good because these are the top five coaches, according to Chris Canty, that will be on the hot seat in the National Football League. Hello! Oh, my goodness. We got some music underneath. Let the pigeons loose because Chris Canty is going to make sure that you're going to be mad about coaches on the hot seat. So we start with number five. Brother, see, we're going to kick this thing off with Josh McDaniels out in the desert with the Las Vegas Raiders. Listen, 
You decided what Derek Carr was bringing to the table wasn't enough at the quarterback position, so you went out and you signed Jimmy Garoppolo in free agency. Now, we all know if you sign Jimmy G, you damn well better have a good backup. And when I look at the depth chart for the Raiders, Brian Hoyer is their second-string quarterback, followed by rookie Aiden O'Connell, who you took in the fourth round out of Purdue. I don't know if I got a ton of confidence with that quarterback room, especially in that division, when you're going to be going up against Excuse me, Justin Herbert, Uh Pat Mahomes, Uh and Russell Wilson now that he's with Sean Payton. So, no excuses for Josh McDaniels. He better get something done. This is the quarterback that he handpicked. He had a top 10 pick, decided not to draft Will Levis or Hendon Hooker. Didn't want those guys. Didn't move up to get one of the big three. He said this is where he's going with with his quarterback plan. So, quarterback play cannot be an excuse. You got rid of Derek Carr. You didn't use a top 10 pick on a quarterback. You damn well better win in that division with Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going into 2023 with a ton of pressure. What he said, let's move on. Number four. Number four, we're going to go with Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. Now listen. Okay. General Manager Andrew Barry probably gave Stefanski a pass last year. They traded for Deshaun Watson, came with a lot of criticism. They doled out a $230 million contract, and Stefanski was forced to answer a lot of tough questions, and the only real answer that he could give out was that winning took priority or took precedent over everything else, including the character concerns that came with Deshaun Watson. Well, if winning is the priority and we paid out the largest guaranteed contract in NFL history, the head coach damn well better do some winning with the quarterback, and you can't be a double-digit loss team and expect to keep your job after 2023 like we saw him in 2022. No excuses. Deshaun Watson will be available for week one. He's got to go out there and do some winning. Now, bad news for Kevin Stefanski, you got a tough division to do winning in. Mike Tomlin, who's never been been, uh, below 500. You got Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens, his brand-new contract, and skill position players. And you got Joe Burrow, who's been in the AFC Championship game the last two years. Good luck. Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, because you can't blame the quarterback now because that dude is no longer there in Baker Mayfield because he was the scapegoat for a lot of problems with Cleveland Browns. And you're right, Chris. In an ascending division where all the other three teams have quarterback questions that are not there, you better get it done in this year if you're Kevin Stefanski. Number three. Rob Sala from the New York oh, Jets. They hurt. This gang hurts. green. This hurts. It can really turn into gang green if they don't do no high level oh, winning this oh, year. Really? I'm serious. <laughs> like it, it can be bad in New York. Like, the worm, the worm can turn really quickly in this town. I played here for four years, got a lot of scrutiny. Listen, they were ready to run my head coach Tom Coughlin out of town until he won another Super Bowl in 2011. Mm-hmm. That's how tough it can be in this town. It's year three for Rob Solid, year four for Joe Douglas. They got to do some winning now that they got Aaron Rodgers. Quarterback is not an excuse for them anymore. They got to win. You got a championship caliber defense. You got a quarterback. You went out and got skill position players, four set quarterback. Y'all got to deliver on doing some winning. Another tough division going in the AFC East, dealing with Buffalo, dealing with Miami four times a year. So I I just, Rob Solid has got to do some winning. Otherwise, not only are they going to run it, Rodgers out of town. They're going to run Rob Sala, the head coach, and the GM, Joe Douglas, out of town, too. Let's keep it moving, Ted. Let's keep it moving, Freddie C. Number two. Todd Bowles for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, this is a team that's mm-hmm. not all that far removed from winning the Super Bowl. He just got his degree this weekend. Yeah, that's what just, we're doing? He just, he just got his degree. At least he's got something to fall back on if he doesn't have a job as an NFL head coach. Wow. He might okay. need that after this year, Jeez. considering what their quarterback room looks like with Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. Now, don't, don't necessarily love that. Me neither. Here's the deal. When you're going up in a division against Derek Carr, Bryce Young, who's a rookie, 
And I'm sorry, whoever the Atlanta Falcons are trotting out there right now, it's Desmond Ritter, maybe Taylor Heineke. You better find a way to try to win that division. If you can't find yourself in playoff contention again this year, then you're probably going to be on your way out. You had coaching gaffes at the end of the Cleveland Browns game with clock management. The Cincinnati Bengals game was awful. You had a huge first-half lead, and you ran a ridiculous fake punt where the guy getting the ball didn't even know he was getting the ball. Todd Bowles has got some problems in terms of managing the game as a head coach. Good coordinator, but his track record as a head coach with Tampa and with the New York Jets leaves a lot to be desired, probably on a hot seat in 2023. Number one. It could only be one number one, right? Mm-hmm. You know who this is. It's mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy with the Dallas no Cowboys. Doubt. Like, Absolutely. listen, when, you, when you're an offensive coach and you fire the offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore and that guy has a job in less than 24 hours, safe to say that there's going to be a heightened degree of scrutiny on you. So you've added another layer, another responsibility to all of the other job responsibilities that you haven't done a good job on over the last three years when it comes to having a disciplined team, avoiding penalties, when it comes to game management, when it comes to situational football, all areas that he struggled in. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to adopt more responsibilities as potentially being a play caller or the de facto play caller in using uh, the offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer, as a shield. Mike McCarthy, going into 2023, has the most pressure of any NFL head coach. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast.